Welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Yes. Oh, Lee, I'm so happy that you're here. I miss you guys. Lee we miss back. you Lee so is back. much. Oh, Lee, it's just not the same without I you. I know. Oh. Having your presence here just warms my heart. Oh, thank you. And honestly, it brings me so much comfort because, truth be told, mm. I'm a little shaky this morning mm. because, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably about... 20 minutes before you got here, I was, and Evan wasn't with me, but he heard what happened. Uh-huh. I was in the bathroom, just getting ready, putting the pants on, and I have my phone on the counter. And my phone is at least two and a half, three inches from the edge of the counter. And by the way, this counter like slopes up a little bit. So yeah. it's not even just flat where things can slip off, I guess. My phone dings. And I don't believe that the vibration of a ding has the power to send my phone flying. It dings. And right after it dings, my phone flies off the counter. Like someone has a string attached to it, flies off the counter, <sighs> comes crashing down. And I'm watching it with my two eyes. And I come running out of the room. And Evan was like, what was that? It was really spooky like i'm shaking up a little bit the ghost i I mean i'm sorry i think the ghosts are back it was so we've had something where like that toy went across the table Mm -hmm, family i mean if you're an og listener you know we've talked about the fact that we feel like the house is haunted we've had babysitters tell us they think the house is haunted and sometimes there's movement we've hear we've heard strange things we've seen we've seen like a toy like roll across the table before but that was where we were trying to like figure out maybe how it could. I don't know. This was literally phone inches from the edge and it goes flying off. Mm. And I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little shaken up right now. I've been a little shaky the I past think, like 30 minutes. I think that we give. So I'm like, is it angry now? Because I thought no. it was the nice teenage ghost. <laughs> maybe I haven't been paying enough attention to it. And he's like, mom. What the hell, mom? See, I think it's it's <sighs> what I, I've, I've thought about this a little bit since you told me about it. And I was okay. kind of like, I wonder what 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 caused a ghost to throw the phone across the room. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So what I've come to conclude is that Jess does this thing where how she communicates with her friends is that she walks around in a panic talking voice notes. <laughs> So she she does like laps around the whole house. It'll be like in the back room, in the front room, in the side room. And you know, she's just like walking the whole house, talking on her phone. And I'll just hear like, you know, and I absolutely. And she, does and I, anyone stand still on the phone or well, like not move during a voice? If you But it's sit, weird because you're not on the phone. You're sending a voice message. Which is practically like close being Which is close, right? right? So what I've, what I've come to think is what's going on is that the ghost is a would-be girlfriend of yours. Okay. And that she's jealous. That like you guys aren't spending any time together. Okay. And that there's this like, you're never present. You're always talking to your other friends. Uh-huh. And I've had enough. <laughs> and I've been sending signals to you that are more subtle. And you have not been paying attention because you're too busy talking to your quote real friends. But I'm real too. And I'll show you. And I think she threw it across because it was like, 
oh, we're in the bathroom together hanging out. And I also think that she knows the dynamic. She knows that like you can't hear her, but she kind of likes talking at you. And you guys have this relationship where she's just like, oh my God, today was crazy. Like these four other ghosts were being so annoying. Da, 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 da. And you're kind of there as just a listening board. Now you're freaking the me ding, out though. And the ding is like, oh great, another, now she's not going to be present again. But that freaks me out though, because like we've said before, I can really only handle answering like one or two people's text messages. And like that one of those texts was from like one of the two people that I... <laughs> well, she's jealous. She's like, you never invite me to hang out with you and your friends. Like there's kind of a thing. I don't have the capacity. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> and she knows that, but she's I'm like, like I'm a human or Maybe anxiety was. doesn't allow it I don't know what to tell you ghosts right so maybe maybe you need to go back in <sighs> or maybe we could just say it here maybe she's with us right now and we just need to say hey I'm so sorry ghost that like okay. I have not kind of spent more time ghost, working on I'm, our relationship I'm really sorry that I I have this thing with like answering phone calls and text messages and I like only have the capacity to do so for like one or two individuals that like need me in my in in my life and I'm really sorry that I don't have the capacity and please don't throw things at me anymore. And and also goes <laughs> I'll be there for you at some point. Yeah. You know, at some point I'll be there. I'll I'll you know, enter out of this anxiety cycle and maybe we'll be will be present together and maybe but you're not making my anxiety better by throwing my phone across the room. And I sense she's sorry. <laughs> And, but she understands also, you know, a lot of people meditate. Maybe you don't need to meditate. Maybe you just need to hang with your ghost. Okay. It's a way to meditate. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just, are you, were you meditating in there? No, just hanging with my ghost. Okay. So maybe three minutes a day, you just kind of sit for a second, hang with your ghost. That's all she asks. I'll try it. That's all she asks. It's it's not it's not a big investment, but I think as long that's, as the ghost, I think she'd appreciate as it. As long as the ghost promises not to throw things anymore, because that's not normally what the activity that we have in this house is. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Normally, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like there's a weird sound or like voices yeah. or like something rolls or like slowly opens. This was intense. Well, like all relationships, sometimes <laughs> there's a boiling point. You know what I mean? And so we we come to you, ghost, today. And uh, this is big for me because I usually don't like to address ghosts because it, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. True. But um, we apologize. And uh, I'm going to talk to her and she's going to become a little more present for your relationship. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's a boy ghost who like definitely has a crush, has a crush on me and he's like really mad that we're together. I like that better. But why My would jealous he, why, boyfriend but ghost. Why, <laughs> but why would he throw your phone across the room? Because I'm not paying enough attention to him. Oh, you know what I mean? He's you're like, you're, ga- you're playing ghost games. Yeah, he's like, you're always with your husband or oh. with your kid and you answer just like the one or two friend messages. Yeah. Like, why are you paying attention to me? Like, I want to be desired. So that is going to be, that's my... That's your take? Yeah, it's a boyfriend ghost for sure. Oh, it's jealous okay. boyfriend Well, ghost. then we got issue. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, all, I'm cool with you talking with the ghost mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't go farther than that okay. you guys can chat okay okay so ghost hopefully that satiates we good to flirt you guys are good to flirt okay thank you <laughs> yeah, no problem <laughs> but anyway that really freaked me out i'm not gonna lie creepy. and i'll keep you know people updated as to if we have any more activity but it really there hasn't been much at least that i've noticed we right. have been a little hectic chaos in the house so maybe some of it some of it does come from oh like, my god what's up? you tore down the wall you think they're pissed about that? Well, I mean, I've heard before with like different ghosty hunters and people who like dive into the paranormal that sometimes when there's like a wall that's broken down, like people have asked before mm. when I've talked about it, they're like, well, did you like remove a wall or change mm. something? Because sometimes, you know, if they're like, you know, their presence is in there and you'd literally just tore down a wall. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like it either if someone moved into my house and started <laughs> ripping shit apart. Or when the wall is torn down, like new ghosts came in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You like different, opened up a new portal. Oh, that's worst case scenario. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like squatters, you know, like another squatter came in and he's like, I guess we're going to like share this. And they're like, wait a second. You open up another portal by I, opening up that, that, by knocking on that wall. Mm. Great. But maybe the ghosts will hang out and they won't bother us anymore. Maybe your boyfriend met someone and you know, there's a little Sally's bit, he's torn. He's torn. He's like, we used to have something. <laughs> Well, it freaks me out. And then I had validation because I asked um, Katie Thurston, actually, who has spent the night yeah. um, many times at our house, mm -hmm. probably more so than most anybody. She's Katie a little Thurston, couch surfer, for We sure. have like absolutely, she's had plenty of sleepovers. And I asked her because I'd never talked to her about it before. I'm like, what is the vibe of the house? And she's like, I'm not going to lie. It's spooky. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if we ever try to sell the house, don't listen to this, anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> this do. is all theater okay any po potential buyers in the future this is theater i think the vibe of our house is like nice and I warm think it's so nice but like people are like there's something spooky about it oh god anywho anyway <laughs> so if i'm a little on edge today yeah. apologies and that just like just happened and it just actually really really i came running out of the bathroom and did i look pale there was a paleness. <laughs> there was a fear. Now, why why do you think the ghosts don't mess with me ever? I feel like I never have these run-ins. I just feel like that's kind of our dynamic in general, like in our real life. Like you oh. never have run-ins with like interesting individuals, and I do quite often. Oh, it's, you know what I mean? The characters you. find me. The characters find me, and I love it because it makes my life exciting. But like the characters, they stay away from you. Shit. I bring on the characters. Because I love characters. I know you love characters. And I'm so jealous. People have so many great stories of like, characters yeah and i feel like i'm always living through other people yeah and i also don't get like you know people talk about like oh yeah i was in a bar once and i and i accidentally hit this guy's drink and he was like you know i'm gonna fight you want to get into a bar no fight? but I, <laughs> you're like what I'm like, this sounds like the worst case scenario never, I, this, these things never happen to me and you, you don't ever have crazy stories i never have crazy stories because people i don't know what it is but like there can only be one interesting person in a relationship <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I need someone to tell my stories at. Yeah, that's true. You know not I mean? to at. <laughs> and and I do think that's an important distinction, everyone. When when Jess is telling a story to me, there's very little in the like join in. It's a little bit more like talk at you. No, I need, I make and then I start to as after a while I start to slink away. No, and I then corner follow him. Follow me. I follow him around the house. If you watch, we go from like the kitchen into like the yeah. bathroom. I'll follow him into the bathroom and then follow I'll him like, be like, into I'll the be backyard. Like, as the door's closing, like crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> click. And then she, there's even times when I click the door shut to the bathroom and she's talking through the door still. And you gotta love that. Remember level when of I dedication. sent you a note underneath the bathroom? Yeah. What was that? What, is, what did it say? Again? I finished the story. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, and by the way, these two things happened. I love to send a note under a bathroom. <laughs> There's okay. Reaching out to everyone listening right now, I do feel like that is a classic. There's two types of people in a relationship. Uh -huh, for sure. One who's getting a story told at them, and the other person who's going totally crazy, <laughs> totally crazy, totally, <laughs> totally crazy. Like I want to hear from people just like even in the comments, just being like, Oh, I am the person who never stops talking about the story, or I'm the person who keeps getting talked to about the story. And I think one big element about the yep. story is when the person delivering the story is not getting the reaction they hope for. So then they start to double down 
and triple down I think that's, to get something out of you. I think if you that's hit the them with, the, oh my God, they kind of go, oh, okay, I think I, I got think what I needed. I think there's a two-part thing to this because I think, and one of the reasons I think why I'm still like so want to be with you and in love with you is yeah. because I'm always like trying to get reactions out of you. I'm chasing the reaction. Like it's still so mysterious mm-hmm. and I just try to get a reaction from yeah. you all the time. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. And I just try to like get some big reaction, you know? So I think there's that part. Also, to be fair, you know, to defend myself, I feel like I'm a pretty good listener Great. in general. Mm-hmm. So you're my outlet. <laughs> I, I understand. So I, I, I definitely am the heaven. outlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, Jess, uh, it's, it's really funny. And also when you just spend a lot of time together, you'll get in those zones. Yeah. Where you're like, well, I haven't really told anyone anything today. So like you're hearing it, even though you don't give a shit about it. It's like for me, it would be like, hey, did you hear? It? Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. This last F1 race, and she's looking at me like, that's crazy. You better keep this to like two minutes <laughs> yeah. because there is nothing yeah. I want to hear about less than like what happened on the last F1 race. In fact, I think you've been talking too long. It's time for us to do an ad. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, we do need to take a quick pause. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then we're going to dive into some Bachelor yeah, in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Before you get on F1, yeah, I'm going to take whoa. a quick turn to talk to you about luscious locks, honey, okay? Let's go. Family, we are a family, so I'm not going to gatekeep my favorite things from you, okay? And most of you know the hair journey that I have been on and the thing I found that was a game changer for my hair, providing me fuller growing hair, and that's Vegamore. You all know how much I sing the praises of Vegamore from the mountaintops for forever. I tell people I love about Vegamore all the time. With Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthy hair and scalp. Yeah, with Vegamore, you are able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without the harsh ingredients. All of Vegamore uh, products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Mm -hmm. I love all of the amazing Vegamore products, but some of my personal faves are the shampoo and conditioner because using them is so convenient and simple to bring into your daily routine because consistency is key in this game, right? And also Vegamore's Grow Hair Serum. I love it. I use it daily and it doesn't make my hair oily, which I love. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Also check out Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. It's try. Always get my shipment right in time. It's perfect. Um, Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, your mom and dad listeners get 20% off your first order by going to Vegamore dot com slash mom dad and use code mom dad at checkout that's v-e-g-a-m-o-u-r dot com slash mom dad code mom dad to save 20 percent on your first order v-e-g-a-m-o-u-r dot com slash mom dad code mom dad um okay well you all know today today we are going over the bachelor in paradise Mm -hmm. recap this is the final episode before the finale episode and i have some thoughts you and i we watched it separately and then we started to talk about it and i was like we need to evan you're talking too much we need to start talking yeah she's like anyway yeah 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 but no i mean it's 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 a weird it's a weird position this well, the way that this is coming to a conclusion is a bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I am confused. I am distraught. I'm also 
enjoying it because it is yeah. different than mm-hmm. I feel like what we've seen on the beach before in previous seasons. At uh-huh. this point, there's typically just like all love stories happening. Yes. And I love love. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. But then uh-huh. I start to kind of dwindle off. I'm still kind of on the edge of my seat with this season because I'm like something different is happening I feel every like day. We need seven more weeks I to know. like wrap some of these ideas up. That's the fact I feel that like. it's like, I feel like we're in the middle of a season right now. I feel like I want more people on the beach. We, de- we need five more people on each side. I need side. them to do a random mm-hmm. drop. And it doesn't look like they're doing this no. from the preview, but I just feel like that would act actually rattle a lot of people's relationships mm-hmm. if they did a random like five person drop i agree Anywho, i agree completely um before we officially get into it mm-hmm. i just wanted to say a couple things one um just a reminder that again we're covering this uh week nine bachelor in paradise episode um we're dropping this on thursday which means if you're listening or watching on thursday to this today when we're dropping <laughs> Yep. <laughs> on this day that we are dropping the day of on this day the the episode that's happened then you might be watching the bachelor in paradise finale episode yes. which we will be covering um and releasing the recap of on monday and that will also be our last episode for a couple weeks we're taking mm-hmm. a little holiday break to spend time with the fam this will be the first break that's more than like a couple days in like four years or something yeah i think so, we definitely we took some breaks before but i think that we had um some episodes that were dropping like, yeah we were, did some like rerun episodes or whatever but yeah we're gonna take a little holiday break and ember's got her big musical coming yes. up and mom and dad need to focus and uh be there mm-hmm. for her on that one and mm-hmm. i can't wait um so we'll be back the first week in january january 3rd i believe on wednesday mm-hmm. um again after this mo- this coming monday's episode that we drop um and also as we hit the holidays and then the new year begins before we come back on and reunite with the family, just wanted to say, um, just love you all so much. Mm. Love both of you so mm. much. And so glad to be doing this with each other. Um, but also just like to the family, yeah, like big shout out. They had the Spotify wrapped going on yeah. like a week ago mm-hmm. and seeing how many people, you know, listen to it and spend time with us mm-hmm. and support us. Well, this isn't our last episode. Like, chill. Okay, I know, tomorrow, but I like just, next one's our last I one. Know, okay, but I so just let's like, not get let's like save a little bit for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like we love you so much. Like everything's amazing, and then we'll see you in two days. You know what I mean? So let's save a little bit of it for. Never for mind. Monday. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. So we hit up with like a, you're all right, and then Monday we oh, go. You're, you're actually the best. You're the love of you know my life. I mean? Sure, we can't, sure, it's like we, sure. We're dating. Sure. Yeah, we manipulate a little bit. Manipulate yeah. a little heard, bit. Heard so. and understand. <laughs> I, yeah, I get that. I get that. No, I just wanted to say it though, yeah. quick before because I know next episode for the finale, it's like a three-hour-long finale. Oh my god! So oh. we're gonna be having to like. <laughs> cover Hunker down so i just wanted to take a moment mm, to say we love sweet. you all so much it's been it's been a lot this year has been incredible like seriously think about we started your mom and dad top of the year yeah and like the experience we've gone do. down yeah. the, the things we've learned the fact that we feel like we've had a family come with us along this whole way everyone's working with lee so, yeah. on, on mike has been incredible and so everyone's I, just been, been like so kind and supportive the energy's been so positive and just like understanding too when we've had to rearrange with schedules mm-hmm. when you know your girl over here is not great on social media like everyone's just i don't know everyone's just been so supportive and it makes me feel it's been big family vibes big family big family, family vibes, vibes. So we I, love you I, we love you all so much and can't wait to uh, chat with you again on monday and then start the new year off yes. fresh with fresh and strong with a wedding from Teresa and gary joey season cast bios we're it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. hitting it i'm excited 
All right. All right. Let's do this. Enough thing. of that. Enough mush. <laughs> let's talk about how this episode started because yes. we were left on a cliffhanger the week before with the Blake and Jess convo post our girl Katie Thurston coming down. Yeah. So we pick back up um, with Jess and Blake. And I mean, I saw this coming in the sense that I didn't think we were going to have a cliffhanger and that they were going to stay together. Mm. I assumed that they were going to be ending the relationship after that conversation. It definitely seemed like that. That's what it seemed like. And, and that's what happened. That's what happened. Um, it was interesting, though, because one of the biggest things about this season that has just absolutely befuddled and confused me is I'm like, what are we missing? Like, mm. what footage are we missing? Because this season feels like there are massive gaps in our understanding as the audience, like what's happening actually on the sand behind the scenes. Big time. I, I don't really get it because like they like they're showing like, for example, with the Blake and Jess breakup, it's like yeah. they show a couple moments where they're like, we're not really got connected. But they don't show enough to kind of explain why they're not showing tension. They're not showing any of that. It just seems like which is and then and there's like the Tyler Mercedes. Uh, sorry, the Tyler and Jess make out that supposedly they all talked about, but never addressed. Like, why wouldn't you yeah, show so, that to explain more? Like, So we've heard via like different interviews then that apparently that conversation had happened yeah. between at least I know Blake and Jess and then Tyler... I had mentioned this before, but had posted on on some like Instagram story or something that they had talked about it. Yeah. Why didn't they show that? Because Blake said in 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 an interview, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know if it was from Chicks in the Office or Off the Vine. Check out those podcasts with Blake. Um, but I, I think he had mentioned that he, they had talked about it. He did not realize he's like that there was so much tongue in this makeout involved. <laughs> like, right. And it was you know, like a real didn't know that, but they did talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like that would be an important conversation to show. Yeah, I agree. The one, the one like theme I feel like I got from this season is a real lack of passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like other than Aaron. Yeah, Aaron and Eliza going after Eliza. Mm -hmm. Like that might be the only example of like I like you for you. I'm passionate about you. I'm going to keep trying to win you. Yes. Other than that, it's like a initial like big attraction and then like let's just sit around all day and then kind of get on each other's nerves like that's yeah, kind of been know, the energy across the board that's the thing about it is man the, some of these guys this season need to really step because in the other seasons you know what i yeah. mean like like let's like where are we talked about this a little bit but like where are the picnics where, where are, are the, the chocolate are the, covered I, strawberries where's where like is the, the drama i set this whole thing up on the beach for you and now we're gonna walk down to it like yeah. that was such where a thing where are for, the declarations of love now it's just like sup <laughs> So I guess we're together, I guess. Like, it's not bad. It's fine. And it That's has like generally left, everyone's vibe. And it has left in so many of the women confused by like, what's going on? We just made out and you told me that you liked me. And then all of a sudden we're like, what, not together? Like, I don't understand. There's been a lot of that. You're right. Big Aaron time. has props to Aaron. He's the only one. Aaron has like come out the gate and been like, um, I'm into Eliza. I want to be with this woman and I'm going to let you know how much I love you. Even like Kylie and, and Avon been together mm -hmm. the whole time. There's not been one moment. Where like they're having a special thing right? where there's like there's some drinks and there's cheese and there's thing and we're all sitting on the thing and I put the flowers like none of that. They're maybe, just been sitting around. Everybody's been sitting around. Maybe they're editing it out. But I got the feeling from especially when we see the conversation later with Tyler and Tyler and Mercedes. 
um, that and she was like, hey, yeah, after that first great date, you haven't been pursuing like, that was it at it. all. And I think that's kind of the vi- the vibe of what's happening. Like everyone's just kicking it. Everyone's like, I got it in the bag. It's fine. This isn't a free vacation. And then, <laughs> this and then, is supposed to be entertainment. <laughs> well, my favorite too is that everyone sits around with their us. person and then like five hours before the rose ceremony, they start talking to everybody else. I'm like, hey, just so you know, you're, you're absolutely beautiful. Yeah, you know, 100%. It's like, wait, so where the hell did that come from? I know. Anyway. Anyway. But what was interesting oh, yeah. is, is that we had right before we then see the, the Blake and Jess conversation, like, you know, start and kind of conclude, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Avon, he did say, I don't know if it was in an ITM or talking to somebody. He said Blake's been trying to make him and Jess work for a while now, which is very interesting. Mm. I feel like we're getting more perspective during this conversation than we have had at all with what's going on in their relationship. There were numerous moments that we got finally that I was trying to kind of then piece together what had happened. And it definitely gave me the vibe that Blake was trying to make it work. Mm. Like even at the end where he was leaving and Kylie's talking to him, which we'll get into. we got to get into because what was going on? And Kylie was just like, no, come on. He's like, listen, you both know, like, she's like, I know you, you want this. And he's like, yeah, but I can want it. And I can't force her to want it. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting because what we'd gotten as the audience were a lot of like more ITMs than from Jess after they kind of took a break. And she was like, I want Blake back. I'm really into him. And that's a little more of what we saw. But I think yeah. in, more in actuality, it was more like Blake definitely pursuing Jess and trying to make it work. And Jess kind of feeling like maybe Tyler, maybe Tanner. I like Blake, but I don't know if this is like this is it. Because then we had her, too, in the conversation after or after the conversation, she kept talking about she's like, I feel like such a bad person. I feel like a bad person. I think I know why she feels like a bad person. Why? Because... Jess, which she's not, by the way. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, but I can understand why she kind of feels that way. Okay. Because I think after watching her whole this whole season, Jess was never that interested in Blake. She was interested in being in love. Like she always talked about, like I didn't know I was going to be in this situation, and I didn't expect me not to fall in love by now. And then when she broke up with when the whole Blake thing blew out, she's like, I thought I'd be in love by now, and I just really want to be in love so bad. Never once brought up blake yeah she just well, keeps gonna... saying in itms throughout the season too when she was like this is like my my journey is going terribly this isn't what i expected i brought like a dress it, for the engagement yeah, exactly yeah. it was like she focused on it's almost like i wanted the job so i could buy the house and have the thing as opposed yeah. to like what do you want to do for li- what do you want to do for a living and do you love what you do and then right. the house and the everything will come with it she kind of definitely cart before the horse like she wanted to be a person that was in love and had a relationship yeah, and yeah. blake was like a maybe well i'll get there through that right so i think she feels bad because she probably knew well in advance that like there wasn't really anything there yeah and she just wanted to be in love so she was like i don't want to give up on this idea but i never saw a spark in her for him yeah it always felt just like i want to be an in love person i want to be married i want to have whatever that that life and then i saw blake trying to connect with her yeah but like because because if you notice when everything went down it everything he said was about her it was like it didn't work with her i tried with her everything she said was i'm just sad i'm not in love you know what right. I mean? No, so it was I like totally you. different angles. I was getting the vibe from her like when she was saying like, I feel like I'm a bad person. 
is that part of what you're saying, but then I think also like that feeling. And again, you shouldn't like I'm I, you should not feel like a bad person because it's like no. either you that's the right person for you or, or it's not. But I felt like the vibe from Jess is that she met Blake and it was like, oh, my gosh, he's everything that he that I should be with. Right. Like he's this amazing guy. He's super attracted. I'm like attracted to him, like all of these things. But something just wasn't there for her. And so then she kept kind of thinking like, well, maybe Tyler, maybe Tanner and and then because she brought that up, it kind of was the beginning of the end with their relationship a little bit. Mm. And now there's then the situation of, you know, who knows what their conversation looked like about the Tyler makeout. Who yeah. knows if Jess has talked to Mercedes about it or if it was two separate conversations, like what went down. I feel like it's that feeling of when like, you know, in your gut, the person is not the person for you, but you feel like bad because you're like, oh, it should be the person for me and I'm trying. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like you stay in it too long and you end up wasting both your time. Yeah. And I think she knew well in advance that she wasn't going to, it didn't feel like it was a long-term thing. And I think she probably yeah feels bad because she kind of strung him along a little bit and didn't yeah. say, hey, I cut you off early to like let allow him to possibly make another connection with someone And else. I do feel like if, if there is the string along, I don't feel like it was intentional. It's like no, that no, very no. typical feeling of where you're like... This should be right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to make it work. Yeah. But there's just something that's not quite there. Like what she said when he broke up with her, when she was like, I feel like we were really good at the beginning, but then we stopped having fun. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I thought I would be hopelessly in love. Um, that's not where I'm at. I'm someone who keeps going because I don't know how to end something that's begun. Mm. And I keep trying to figure out what's missing, mm. you know? Mm. So I thought that was super interesting where it's like she maybe didn't, Maybe I'm reading into what she's saying, but it was almost like she didn't quite know how to end it because she didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. But then maybe her trying to end it was like Tanner and Tyler. But then when then she had the taste of Blake being with someone, it was like, well, I don't like that either. That I don't know. I personally still think Tyler was the best option for her. Okay. That's that, okay. Interesting. Because uh, I think she needs someone who's like energetic. What I because she's so like kind of calm and chill, and she needs someone who's kind of like life of the party vibe. And Tyler hits me as a little bit more like that guy, like he wants to have fun and go. Yeah. And I think that Blake's just like older and more chill. And I think that she needs like that someone driving the energy because I constantly kept seeing her kind of like looking at other people having fun and being yeah. interested in that. Mm -hmm. And she's so young too. It's like well, she's have like, a good time. That's what I'm saying. And I think Tyler yeah. brought that like, ooh, we're gonna have a fun makeout. And it was like dangerous and fun. It's like, I think she wants that fun vibe. Do you know what I think? Hmm. I feel like, and I don't know, maybe Jess just like wasn't into him, but I, I'm sorry. I feel like I called it when Brayden pulled Jess later in the I, episode. I was, I was hoping that was when a thing. When Brayden <laughs> pulled Jess later in the episode, I don't know if you recall, but during that truth or dare episode, where the where Braden got the first question and it was like who do you think give a lap dance to who do you think is the most exciting person on the beach and he went to Jess and you were saying I feel like it's because he thought he was going to get a funny reaction out of Jess and their friends my opinion is that there was something there and then he says I always had my eye on Jess but she was always in a relationship with Blake I feel like the reason that Braden did that was because he wanted to have that like one love island moment yeah you know where it's like snog the person who you think is the sure. best looking and you get Plant to have your seed. moment yeah. because not no shade to jess but i feel like the question who's the most exciting person on the beach it not probably would go to somebody else she's like yeah. more low-key sweet it's vibes Brayden. <laughs> Brayden would give himself a lap Braden's the most exciting on the beach not even close 
I would be like, give it to Olivia. Olivia oh, yeah. is the most Olivia, exciting yeah. person. Oh on yeah, the if beach. it's Brayden having to give it, it's Olivia. I mean, he can either, either give him, give himself a lap dance or give Olivia a lap yeah. dance. But I'm like, Olivia, come on now. Like 100%. Olivia is like electric. But, you know, that's not the game. But the I game think, is not to be honest. The but, game is to hit hit on a girl you think is but cute. But that's my point. Is <laughs> yeah. that's why I think he did it not to yeah. shock Jess and make her laugh. But to kind of plant I the think seed. it was a little bit like I want her to know that I think she's exciting Which and is, I want the opportunity to lap dance her up. That's what I think he was doing. Yeah, like. Maybe, maybe the whole, you know, Tanner and her thing is a thing, but you know, I don't know. Like it's, well, I'm not seeing it, but like, who knows? They're both so like, so anyways, I just don't see that necessarily working out, but I really like, I'm actually so bummed out because I know when I saw when he, and he brought the chocolates, he did an actual thing yes, too. Yes, Brayden did it. And, and we'll talk about the Brayden exit in a little bit, but like, I'm sorry when I think about the way that most of the episodes ended, the ending clip was Jess hanging out with Brayden and some of the other guys and they were like rapping together. She had fun with him and I feel like there was a thing and maybe she's not like attracted to him in that way and he's like friend vibes, but I was actually so devoted because I thought, I'm like, you know what? This might be a way that this show ends that works out for Brayden and Jess. Like I can see them together. Like he is so wild and i feel like she would just be like watching him constantly laughing and he would have someone to entertain and like it's kind of what we were talking about earlier with the two people in a relationship one is talking at the person the other one's listening brayden would be the one talking at jess and jess like laughs at his shenanigans jess here's jess in my mind jess is a daughter of a wealthy duke (laughs) in some old movie Right. Oh my God, she's very like Pride and Prejudice she's, energy. She is the <laughs> yes. she is the gorgeous sister. She is Jane in Pride and Prejudice. Right? Oh my God, she's Jane in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and and she ends up marrying a guy who you never saw coming. So all the Tanners, all the thing always court her, but she ends up getting with the kind of quirky, strange guy who like goes oh after her constantly. And at first she's kind of like, get away from me, nerd. But then he wears <laughs> on her and then she falls in love with him. So like Tanner is the like obvious choice for Jess. Sure. He's like the tall, super handsome. Everyone, when he walked down, all the girls Everyone's lost like, oh their my God, minds. It's Tanner. But they're kind of like, okay, he's chill. And he doesn't really, but like someone like a Braden, who's obviously also a very good looking guy. Yeah. But he's quirky and interesting. And she might not love like on at first glance, be like, that's a little too much for me. But then like actually falls in love. So mm-hmm. for me, and she even looks like a Pride and Prejudice no, no, she's person. Jane from, she looks Jane, ex- right? Jane's exactly. the oldest sister from Pride and Prejudice. That is, oh my God. You've she, put it, you've done she, it. Yeah, you put it together. She acts like that too. Like if you just didn't change anything about her personality and threw her in like 1620, like, or 1750, <laughs> yeah, like whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, she is that absolutely movie. that girl. And so she needs like a quirky that fun everyone guy. is in love with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. You absolutely nailed it. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually like I'm genuinely <laughs> devoted. Like I'm genuinely devoted. When I saw him run up with the chocolates, I was like, I knew it. I knew yeah. he liked her from the beginning, but he's not going to be that guy. I feel like he wasn't that guy at all this whole season. Brayden never tried to like steal pocket. the girl. No. Like he did not, but not even not in the pocket. Like he wouldn't ever try to like. I don't feel like unless I'm forgetting, like kind of swipe in and steal the girl. He didn't do what he did on charity season. No, which I feel was like kind he of was like, on his he he wasn't on his heels. Maybe because he, he got shit. Heels, so. Maybe. So he tried to kind of correct course, but I like I love him when he's going after it. But he did have an important statement at the very end of this episode, which I was really happy to hear from him, which we can talk about. 
Um, but okay, can I take a quick pause before we dive okay. back in? Um, family, I feel like everyone can relate to the feeling of having so many amazing pictures on your phone, but never uploading them or getting them printed because the process is annoying. Let's be honest. Okay. This is where Persnickety Box comes in to save the day. Persnickety Box is the most simple way to get photos off of your device without painful uploading. Simply swipe 30 of your favorite photos into the app and receive real 4x4 Fuji quality prints in an eco-friendly keepsake story box. Send a box full of photos as a gift with the option to add a photo album or a frame. I am doing this for the holidays this year, okay? The family is getting some cute pics of Ember via Persnickety Box, that is for sure. And maybe some of me as well, because you know what? Why not? (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. The next generation may be the most photographed and simultaneously not have those tangible albums or scrapbooks of pictures to actually hold one day. But baby books and scrapbooking can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. The Persnickety Box app is the most simple way to get those photos off your phone and organized into a tangible system for your kids or family or you. I really want our child to have tangible photos of her childhood one day. And Persnickety Box is making that so much easier. Easier. Download the Persnickety Box app on iOS and Google Play and start swiping today. A new box opens each month. Fill it and close it when you're ready. Gift or ship a box to grandma, anyone from the family or friends. Add a photo album or a frame and start creating a memory system that works for you. $19.99 a month. Pause or cancel anytime and you can receive 50% off your first box with code Mom Dad. That's Persnickety Box in your app store and use code Mom Dad for 50% off your first box. You can even gift a year of photos this holiday with the Persnickety Box Ultimate Photo Box, which includes a one year subscription, acrylic frame, and photo album for $199. Go to persnicketybox.com for more information. This is such a fun gift idea for really the holidays. Good. Really good. Okay, so getting back to the Justin Blake conversation, I mean, listen, I have to say, what whatever we didn't see that happened behind the scenes, whether that's like Blake really pursuing Jess and yeah. Jess kind of not knowing how she's feeling, I felt like the way that they handled this, both of them, was spectacular. Totally. It just felt like they bo- it was like a, right, right. Yeah. It was like, a, let's, let's let this thing go. Let's stop trying. And it was sad, and it was like a moment, but I felt like they both were like, I feel like Blake was super communicative about it. I feel like the way he communicated communicated was wonderful also him communicating with her as well like hey it wasn't katie coming down that like through this whole thing it was just that there it was the reminder of like hey i've been here before in this situation and love happened quick for me and i'm just not quite there well, he, he even said like i was able to get more emotionally connected to her in the 10 minutes i spent with her yeah then i feel like i've been with you for three weeks right. so it shows like yeah maybe we're not there you and know? he said it though at the same time like super lovingly really su- and gracious so and like sweet. letting her know too he's like i felt like i want you to know how much you mean to me i felt numb for the past couple years and these moments with you have opened me back up and then she handled it so beautifully like you know not making him feel bad telling him like there's no hard feelings you've done everything wonderfully like there just seem like two really lovely people who just are both lovely and maybe it's just not the vibe together Jess is by far the most gracious yes person who is talked to about something yeah like every time Blake would have a conversation with her like hey I feel like this I feel like this he, she would go you know you're right now that I think about it I feel bad for my part in this and it's like that's definitely not generally the thing. It's like, a, hey, how how come you haven't, you know, there's always kind of a, 
combativeness that most myself included everyone will feel when something she's always the first person to go well what have i possibly done wrong in this which is like yeah you don't see that very often she also is like you know for her age she's 24 like she self-examines very well probably to a fault sometimes where she kind of goes like i feel like a bad person it's like whoa you went too far but i'm saying still a good it's still a good like thing to have where you're right. like instead of just going well this person sucks no. you're always thinking well how was my how did i add to this and in her itms she does a lot of like you know when blake went on the date it was a lot of like well you know i, I get it like it wasn't like it, i'm not gonna make it, this his issue where but, most everyone else is like how could he yeah i was gonna say almost to the fault in the way that i think for her her like her growth curve will be being more gracious with herself and being like, it's okay to be quote unquote selfish sometimes like, you know, make that call. And maybe that's what didn't happen earlier in this episode or this season for her. Excuse me. Is that maybe she should have been a little more like selfish in the way of like, Hey, I'm going to be definitive and tell you, I'm going to keep exploring different relationships so that I can figure this out. You know what I mean? Um, but wow, she's, she self examines in like, it's it's very impressive. very impressive and i know when i was 24 i was not no i was not there that's for sure Zero. <laughs> i was like it's everybody's fault oh like gosh, you know what I'm i mean still like that. <laughs> yeah. like, but that's definitely like that's like wildly mature yeah. um so their ending happened yep. and and um it was sad but you know yeah. clearly it seems like they just there's no hard feelings and they just move forward um but Blake is then saying goodbye to everybody on the beach and he's leaving. So weird. Kylie, he's in the car and Kylie chases after him and is like, get out of the car. And at first I thought the vibe was get, vibe was going to be like what she said initially. What happened? Right. Just wanted to know. Just a friend that wanted to know. Yeah. Like what, what, what went down? Like what you're leaving so soon? Like, can we all talk about this as like a family together? Like what went down? I thought that it was all good. But then the conversation started being like, did we miss a relationship potential between these She starts two? saying, what am I going to do without you? <laughs> I don't want to like, I think she just says like, I don't want to be here without you. Like, yeah, I was, to like, get, like, what? I was like, is this a declaration <laughs> of love? It was the like a level, moment. Maybe she was drunk. That's the only thing I could think yeah, of. Yeah, so was she like, was a little more emotional. Maybe she was drunk. So she was just kind of being, you know, it's the stuff you say. It's like when you're drunk and you go on like a three day trip with your friends and then when they leave, you're like, we're all family yeah she like really loves him as a friend and so there was kind but of this the amount like, Please of don't outpouring go. like if i was avon sitting there i'd be like <laughs> what am i gonna do without you i don't know if i want to be here if you're not gonna be here but like am i not right here it was so weird like it was i was and like, especially i could i could see cat maybe saying that because they because cat would always corner him and talk at him <laughs> I mean, it's her bff right cat would always be like blake get over here i need to talk to you so at least she where's has my like best friend yeah where's my best Friend. So this is kind of what I came to the conclusion of. Okay, tell me what are your thoughts? I think that Blake became the counselor. That felt with him they could kind of talk to him about all their problems. That's true. He did. I mean, I told you. I, I think I called him Saint Blake earlier in right. the season. I feel like he was the saint of the beach, and I feel like everyone kind of would spill on him. Like they. So Cat probably said, "I found the best psychiatrist." <laughs> And then Kyle's like, who's like Blake? Just go talk to him. She'll make you, he'll make you feel so good. I don't know if and he's a professional Blake therapist, and, but wow, he's a good listener. And then Kyle like went over to Blake and started complaining about Avon or something. And then he was like, oh, it's really interesting. And she was like, this is great. He's such and a good And it just listener. became like that that group's like, you know. Like he counsel- was the guy. Exactly. Interesting. This is a good perspective because yeah, when I was watching it, I felt like the way she was saying it, I'm like, is this another thing that we're missing? Where we're either missing a deep friendship that we didn't see or was there a long connection at some point? Like, 
was there a vibe going my, down? My, was there a flirty yeah. vibe happening? Because like, I get it. I feel like I'm very much wired in the way to be like that with my friends, especially right. if a drink or two where I'm just like, a oh little, my God, like, like I love you so right. much. Like we're, we're always going to be here and together and da, 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 da. But there was, a, there was an energy and I felt like the way she was saying it had like so much deep love in her eyes. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. And he looked a little flushed. Yeah, he was kind of like, damn, you really like me that much? Okay. I was like, <laughs> what's happening? My like, favorite Blake's like, I wish you would have told me this sooner. There was a hilarious moment that happened that I rewound and I think most people didn't catch. Mm-hmm. Was, so so you think you're better than us? Well, it's just an intelligent, <laughs> I think I'm smarter than everybody, is that what happened was, is that he gets out of the car, they have that conversation, and then she says, as he's kind of pulling away, getting into the car, she says, I'm going to miss you so much. And she goes, mm. and then he goes back to her, Mm. Oh, that's and funny. That I didn't know. That. Killed me because, I, and that was like I don't even think he realized he did it until after. And then I, I honestly do think he thought that was kind of weird that I did that because it was because it's so not him to go. Mm, I'm gonna miss you too. <laughs> and she went, I'm gonna miss you. Mm, and he goes, All right, bye. Mm. And it was. I don't oh, I know. I thought why. you said that he was like like giving her a hard time. No, no, it was like he did it back. Almost like I don't know what to do with that. So right. he just did it back to her. So he but her I saw him kind of go like. And get back in the car like that. Uh, he was like, that, that wasn't that, my that vibe wasn't normally. Natural. I don't know why I did that. You know what I mean? That's funny. It's like when someone says like, have a great flight. And you hit him with a U2. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh totally. It was like a U2. He's like, mm. and he's like, oh, never mind. I don't know why I did that. You mean that what I did the other day? Oh, yeah. What did you do? Uh, Ember was at her school. Having, oh, this like, is a good one. Oh, my God. This was so embarrassing. I had not got much, gotten much sleep the night before. And Ember was having a book fair. And I was walking in. And one of the other parents walked up and was like, oh, hey, um, nice to meet you. I'm such and such as dad. And I said, me too, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing that you can possibly say back to somebody. And yeah, I said, you're not saying I'm Ember's no, dad. He, he's like, hey, you just said me no, too. He, no, he was, he was so nice to meet you. I'm such and such as dad. Let's just say I'm Taylor's dad. <laughs> right. And I said, me too. And he looked <laughs> very confused. And then I went, oh, sorry. I mean, I'm Ember's dad. Oh, and right. then I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm Ember's mom. Like I. It's like, it's like strike three. No, I did yeah. three stumbles. And I'm like, it was one of those moments too where then I felt awkward. Like I'm like, you feel like you made me feel awkward, but I just was, I'm tired. And now like, do you think I'm flirting around you? Like I'm nervous. Like yeah. this is our rom-com <laughs> moment. You know what I mean? It was one of those weird and then I was like, that you I, were just flustered no, by his gorgeousness. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's like the vibe that I feel like that maybe he thought I was putting out. And I was just stumbling over my words, and then I ran away into the corner of the book fair. I was <laughs> so embarrassed. Anyway, that's my story. Um, but that's funny. I did not notice that at all. I, yeah, mm. Mm, uh, I did see Blake on, I believe, Chicks in the Office, a clip yeah. from him where they ask, like, "Hey, what?" was the deal with you and Kylie like oh, what was that, that up? yeah they're like what was that okay. goodbye situation and Blake said that they definitely had like a special friendship mm-hmm. um, and he had that with Mercedes and Kylie because Jess was like best friends with Mercedes and Kylie so he's like I got to really know them really well because right. we'd always be hanging out together he's like but I was surprised at the amount by how like vocal she was about how much she was gonna miss me so he was he was a little taken aback by how here's much the issue. which the, I think like you said maybe a glass or two of champagne extra but the issue is not that she said those things in my opinion if, if everyone's saying goodbye in a group and yeah. she holds him for a second says what am I gonna do without you I'm gonna miss you Okay. Okay. Chasing him up the stairs. Yeah. When you're running after someone alone yeah, yeah, to yeah. do it. That's what to me was like, what? Yeah. 
That was interesting. Maybe, you know, who knows what's going on It there. was a dramatic moment, and I thank her for it, because it sure left me scratching my head. Yes, and it was he, a big, like, what? And he was surprised. Like you could, you could tell in, like, the interview, he was a little bit like, yeah, no, we were friends, but, like, I was definitely surprised. And he's, like, watching it back, I was a little surprised at, like, how how, how emotional much it, was. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, who knows? It'll always be a mystery to all of us. And he, he turns around and he goes, is this a thing? <laughs> Are we are doing we, this right now? Are we now? dating now? Do I need to go talk to Avon and like make sure like him and I are cool? Like, what's, He just turns around and goes, come with me. She's like, I can't. Stop it. Can you imagine? Don't even say that. That amazing. literally like makes my fingers tingle. That's like so exciting to me. It like get so in the exciting. car get and they the just car. take off and then they never and even address Avon it with never anyone. Hears and, from her again. and we never know what happens. And they and just they like delete drive their off. social media accounts and you never hear from them again. <laughs> and then there's just rumors about them like on some one of his trips. <laughs> Vibes. Oh my god! Do and it. then like like cut to like five years later, and all of a sudden they reemerge with full family, full family, and then they do a wedding thing, and yeah. then it's on televised, and it's next to the Golden Bachelor. Wow! <laughs> ideas again, ideas for you all to have. <laughs> ideas for you to do with your life. <laughs> yeah, with your life, do that. Um. So then after that, the next big mm-hmm. like relationship shift is the Mercedes and Tyler moment. I mean, yeah, we're dude. getting clips of them remembering their first date where they like literally saw signs. They remember they saw a shooting star. They yeah. saw a raccoon that I don't think was actually a raccoon. And they were yeah. like, wow, it's a sign. Oh, yep. my gosh. And I that made me remember how intense that first date of theirs was mm-hmm. like they were vibing hard. Yes. And then since then, like she says later to Tyler, she's like, after that, it feels like it really plateaued and you stop hanging out with me and to that i said he got that earring mm. <laughs> he got brayden pierced his ear and after he pierced his ear nothing was ever the same he put that earring in and things changed he's like things are different now and he, he's like he's like what, what do you want me to say and he's just kind of like flicking it in front of her <laughs> she's like, he's like why you know, aren't you giving me it's more crazy as just a real chilled guy who just loves just a vibe I've seen that. Have you ever seen that in people though, where they like they all of a sudden kind of like do like a risky fashion move, and then they kind of like love it, and, and then all change. of a sudden they're like fashion people, and they're like posting like them like posing with their new outfits, but their partner is not that per- like his partner's the same person who they were before, and then but like you now s- they're like and you see the ego boost, and you see them kind of like Whoa. thinking they're hot shit. Maybe the earring was that to him. Well, he was like, I thought I was a normal guy. Now I'm earring guy. I don't know if I know what you're talking about, but I kind of love that. I idea. literally can think of like three people that Wait, I know. For real? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I'll, I'll be more specific my in my industry this. in music is like I've hired musicians who are young, like 20. Yeah. And they're like new and they're kind of nerdy and they're coming out of college and they're like, <laughs> I don't know. I got my like shirt on and I just play my instrument. Yeah. And then they do one gig with a stylist for like a video shoot oh, and they okay. love the way they look and then the next like year they they're like they put on like, the pearl necklace and they and put on the thing or the oversized thing or the cool whatever and then they're like now they're fashion people oh, and then wow. they like walk in but you're like you're still the same person but like covered with the cool stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. you're not owning it really you kind of are uncomfortable like you're right. like it's wearing you you're not wearing it sure. <laughs> the earring is in the driver's seat the earring <laughs> Because the earring is a... I'm sorry. Tyler can't come to the phone anymore. It's the earring now. <laughs> exactly. And the, the earring he got, he's a little bit like, I've got a diamond stud now. So I think your 
theory is absolutely right. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. You know, I, I listen, when it comes to someone deciding to like reinvent themselves or become like a fashion God, yes. I, you know, I'm all in support of that. I'm like, I'm like, you do your fashion choices. You wear what you want to wear. But I guess when the ego then gets in the driver's seat, that's when the, the earring takes over, that's when it's like, well, you might burn some people and leave some people in the dust and let's reconsider. I think Braden was not aware that Tyler couldn't handle the earring because <laughs> Braden's been developing his relationship for a long time. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't sure, start sure, sure. with the, with the twelve inches. No, <laughs> started small, little little hoop. Over years, developed the capacity yeah, yeah, to yeah, handle yeah. the long. Yeah, he jumps right into diamond. Yeah, he, he, he goes. And it was I've a, created a monster, and it's a big diamond too. Big That's diamond. some money on that ear. Exactly. So wow. I think Braden's like. It's a little, little bit of Frankenstein action. He didn't realize what he had created. It's like, I'm so sorry, Mercedes. It's but too much. Now Tyler's the earring. It's a beast I can't control. <laughs> but I felt really bad for Mercedes too. in this situation. So bad. Especially, too, because we saw like the, the, um, you know, the rewind of her and Will. And I had yeah. forgotten about that her and Will were vibing and then her and Tyler were vibing. And she kind of had to make the choice of like, okay, who am I connecting with more? And she went with Tyler. Who knows what would have happened mm. if her and Will would have maybe stayed together and developed, continued to develop their relationship. In fact, I think Will was already rocking the earrings. So like that wouldn't have happened. It was like Will was already like fashion God. You don't want to be with someone in the transition. You want to be after <laughs> because it's a wave you're not ready for. And so I just felt so bad for her because yeah, me too. that was quite a wild conversation. <sighs> It was very, um, I don't know of a better word to use than kind of heartless. It felt like little, it felt just like, whoa. And like, it threw me off too, because like we, you know, over the years of getting to know Tyler on this show, like Tyler has always been like such a romantic yeah. and was always willing to like put it all on the line for love. And we've seen that to the point where then he gets hurt. So I'm wondering, maybe he's gotten hurt a lot and now his guard is up and now he's like trying, you know, this, this new, like, I'm just here chilling lifestyle. But it may it bummed me out because I'm like, oh, I feel like especially if I was Mercedes having observed observed Tyler um, on TV, I'd be like, oh, he's the type of guy who like if he says he really likes me, like we are we're doing this thing. Right. Like he's a he's a lover. He's a romantic. Like I don't I haven't seen in the past Tyler given the vibes of like I'm just here to like play and have a good time. Yep. So when he all of a sudden pulled the whole we don't have this spark thing and saying like I gave you this rose last time to see if we had yeah, a spark yeah very confusing conversation because we've seen him telling her at least when they're sitting together like i really am like you i'm just here for you and then she's like but you're telling me there's no spark like how can you be just here for me with no spark felt defensive to me yeah it felt like she called him out on his bullshit a little bit yeah and instead of him being like i'm sorry i should have realized maybe there was no spark earlier i but instead of that like it's one thing to be like sit someone down and say, Hey, there's no spark. Yeah. It's another thing to be called out for no spark and then kind of have to explain yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to be called out for the no spark and then just be like, yeah, no spark. Sorry. It was a little bit like, dang, like, yeah. did you ever care about me? Kind of feeling. I would have felt you know that way I mean? if I was Mercedes. When she walked away and she's like, I feel. And then he was just like, peace. And he just left. It was very like, yeah, it was, I'm taking my Xbox home. Y'all can't play with it. Energy. Like, sure, sure, sure. I'm going to, I'm not going to let you make me feel like I did something wrong. I'm going to break up with you first. Yeah. Thing. Totally. It was just weird. It was a very like, not sad, very emotionless. Yeah. Sorry. There's no spark. Anyway. Bye guys. It was really nice meeting you. It was like, whoa, whoa. And it also gave me something that I was like sitting there breaking down for a minute. I was like, okay, can you be like fully there for somebody and like not have a spark at all? 
and that feels kind of like you are like trying to make something work. Like, can that be the case? I don't know. I, I, I'm like, I guess it can if you feel like, oh, this person is someone that I feel like I should be with, but like I don't have a spark with this person, but like I like this person's vibe, but there's I also no think chemistry. You like being on the show and hanging out with all his friends and having yeah. a good time. And yeah. you can kind of let that ride and not really focus on your relationship. Well, and my thing is, though, too, I think at the end of the day, I'm like, I totally get it. If like if you don't have a spark, that's like nobody's fault. It's just like maybe there just isn't a spark there for you. But I think then it's like coupled with him continuing to tell her, like, I'm here for you. And that, and that she had the conversation with him previously, like, is the long distance thing an issue? And he's like, absolutely not. I've done long distance before. If it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not, it's not. And then apparently we got from this conversation that she had heard from other people that, but in fact, it was an issue for yeah. him. And he was like, I'm not going to, I don't want to do the long distance thing. So that was in a little bit too, where it's like a, from her perspective, I literally have asked you about this. You yeah. said it's not an issue, but now I'm hearing from other people that it is a problem. Yeah. So... Yeah, that like I, that bummed me out for her. And yeah. listen, you know, I've loved Tyler on this show. Like, you know, from meeting him, seems like a wonderful guy. But I'm just like, hey, you know, we got the earring. We just got to like kind of recalibrate here and be like, if you want to be, you know, on the beach to be like having a good time, all good, baby. We love someone coming on the beach to just have a, a good old time. But then you can't tell somebody that you're here for fully for them and then not be. Exactly. You know what I mean? I completely agree. It was a weird twist. Bad. I was like, whoa. I was sure I was surprised, but I think we saw it early on with the make out with Jess. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. If you're doing that in the middle of your, of your supposedly great yeah. relationship, it's like something's off. Like we always yeah. knew something was off with Jess and Blake. Cause they were constantly having conversations about yeah. like something's wrong. But the Tyler thing was from left field and we never discussed it. And so it's like, clearly that had been festering and like, they both felt like something was off. Yeah, totally. So, which leads to Jordan. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about Jordan in just yeah, a yeah, sec. Yeah. Wow. Th okay, this one, another, this one threw me for a loop. Big time. Big time. Big time. Okay, family, but quick pause, but quick pause first, first, first. Um, so it's the most spending time of the year, everybody. I mean, it's true. Between getting people gifts, the food, the decorations, all of it. I mean, typically, at least in our house, there are a lot more purchases made this time of year. And if I'm going to be spending anywho, I would love to simultaneously save while doing that. And how do you do that, you ask? Well, let me tell you about Rakuten. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because their members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,700 stores across every category. I'm talking beauty, clothing, electronics, home department stores, pets, everything. And if you are already shopping at your favorite stores, why not be saving while doing it? It's really a no-brainer. Some of the stores that Rakuten partners with are everything from Sephora to Petco to eBay to Best Buy and so many more. I mean, you can shop for everyone on your holiday list uh, through Rakuten and get some cash back. Membership is free and it's really easy to sign up. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving uh, and their, mem their members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Mm -hmm. Rakuten also finds you the best deals, sales, and coupons. They do the work of searching for coupon codes, so you save time and money. I love Rakuten so much. Get the free Rakuten app and download the free browser extension. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. 
Okay, hold on one second. Before we actually get into Jordan, I do want to address the remaining couples at the moment, yes. for sure. Um, so, obviously, uh, Aaron and Eliza are cruising. They're yeah. talking about wanting to meet the family. Mm-hmm. I think these two are going to get engaged. Feels I believe locked. in them. I believe in their love. I'm very happy for them. Um, John Henry and Kat are making out and seem to be cruising. Seem to be cruising. Listen, but no hate. <laughs> There's no way that lasts more than a couple months after they go home. No way. Evan, if when we saw in the preview that he's talking about, like, my heart wants to propose, my gut's telling me no. Evan, if these two end up getting engaged, I, like, I would have bet all my money last week, like, all of my money in my savings account, that there's no way that they make it till, till the end. If they don't, if they don't just even leave boyfriend, girlfriend, if they get engaged, I'm going to lose my mind out of shock. Yes. Like after all of that drama, they really then also have not been then together for very long. When we get to the final episode, it's been like a few days. If of all the people they walk away engaged, like what is going (laughs) my favorite thing about their relationship absolutely bewildered my favorite thing about their relationship is that she doesn't want him to talk she just wants to she loves making out she's the well that's all she talks about she loves a tongue make out and and what i love about them together is like when he was talking about peeing in his wetsuit Uh uh-huh and how he, how they both like that their their thing they have together is that they both got to pee a lot. Well, they have a simultaneous they have a bladder soulmate connection. Yeah, and it's like okay, and you know that when he when he starts talking too much, she kind of goes, "Shut up, shut up, just kiss me." Like well, she literally was like, "Well, can just, you hold it longer so we can kiss?" Yeah, and she goes, "Let's just make out." And it's like she's kind of like, "I don't need to hear more <laughs> about that because that's boring." But we can just kiss, and that's kind of our relationship. Or I'm like, I'm a little grossed out that like you're just constantly just like, peeing in your wetsuit. So yeah. like, can you like shut up and like do a tongue kiss? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we'll see. But like from the preview, from the preview, at least we're getting that an engagement is being considered, and I am Which shook to the wild. core. Like. What is happening? I never like talk about not being on the bingo card, like the definition no. of not being on the bingo card. Like that's even a possibility. Put your money in now. Like it's going to be one of those things. If you bet on it and they and they do get engaged, it'll be you'll you'll win like ten thousand dollars to five dollars you put in. That is, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, also, there's Olivia and Michael. I completely forgot the, about this and I need to have a shout out. We were talking about Aaron being the only person <clears throat> making an effort. It's not true. It's Michael. True. It's true. Michael's shout out has been Seems here. Seems to really be going. And Michael has not been here for very long. No. He's been here for a minute. And guess what he's doing? Time. He is he is putting together, he's fashioning a basketball uh-huh. and a basketball hoop mm-hmm. for Olivia, which was so sweet. And again, look at this man pursuing. He's simply pursuing Olivia on this beach right now. He's not like, you know, chatting up with the other girls. And as he simply pursues Olivia and he knows that Olivia is simply pursuing him, he is still making an effort. I love it. And having a special date moment. Seems with like her. a really good guy. He does seem like a really good guy. And she deserves person. a good guy because she she's deserves. an amazing person. So he is like the, the smile king. Yep. When he is on screen and he talks, he just makes me smile. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they'll get engaged because their relationship's so new. It's really but like, fresh. I think they have a fighting chance to make it in the real world. That's for sure. I think they're very, very cute together. You yes. know, the only thing that I want out of this entire show. Yes. is for Olivia to be happy. To win. I also told you this. At the end of the day, this season has been, when it comes to love connections, an absolute disaster, mm-hmm. right? Like we are just not getting it. Mm-hmm. I told you, I said, this season of Bachelor in Paradise is a love song to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. to Olivia, mm-hmm. because we have now, blessings to Paradise, gotten to know her. Yes. 
So we had this special opportunity to get to know one of my most favorite people in the franchise ever, Mm -hmm, Olivia. mm -hmm. And so that is my love song, right? This is a love song to Olivia this season. Also, I believe, and we'll get into this, a love song to Rachel. Oh, My heart is broken, but it also has been a love song. Seeing the way she's moved through all of this, she's been an absolute goddess. The way that she's handled all these ups and downs as a lead coming on to Bachelor in Paradise after being a lead. Them not treating her in the way that they should have on this show as a lead. Like she should have gotten the red carpet rolled out. She didn't. They Mm -mm. threw her on the beach first. Then this happened in this episode. Made her literally do the last rose. Like didn't, I mean, but she was just so gracious and lovely. Yeah. Um, and then the other love song moment to me is that this is a song to I think Blake should be the next Bachelor. Oh, that would be amazing. I think Blake needs to be the next Bachelor. That would be so good. I don't know if he would consider it, but I mean, sorry, Joey, no shade. I'm sure it's going to be a great season. But like, can you imagine if we were getting Blake? Be amazing. Like, I think after seeing him on this and seeing him over the years now, it's like there's be, there'd be a lot of women who'd be like, sign me Yeah, 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 up. yeah, yeah. And everyone, too, I feel like this season of Bachelor in Paradise, like, fell more in love with Blake. Yes. Like, for a long time, we talked about it. People were doing the whole thing that I think is BS about, like, oh, here he comes for another season. And I'm like, good. I want to see more Blake. Love him. I feel like people are all on Team Blake right now, loving him. We need him as our Bachelor. I love it. So I that's my plea to the franchise. Please, if Blake wants it, give it to him. I beg you. Well, speaking um, of Rachel, but Rachel, let's get into Jordan as well with okay. the Mercedes thing and the Rachel thing. Okay, so we first see Jordan and Rachel on the daybed together. And let us not forget that Rachel and Tanner, after Jordan and Rachel's date, were like, okay, we're going to do this. Yes. But then Tanner ran into the roast and stuck his foot in his mouth a million times yes. and said like not nice things about Rachel. And then Rachel was like, no, you already left me with a million question marks because I had no idea that you were even trying to pursue me. And then you go into the roast and like burn me alive. Jordan comes down with only one person in sight. Yes. Takes her on the date. Yes. She's on the fence going, ah, uh, you know what? I'm going to give him a chance. Yep. Gives him a chance. Goes, you know what? There might be something here. He's on the sh- he's on her original season. Yep. Fighting for her. She turned him down. She's turned him down twice. Not to her fault. Just more like there wasn't a connection. Yeah. Now she goes, you know what? Maybe I need to think about this. And maybe I'm yeah. going at this the wrong way. I'm going to give him a shot. Give, is giving him a shot and going, wait, I'm feeling something develop here. Sits his sits him down and goes, you're I think let's let's really try for this thing. And he's like, got it. And he just turns around and goes, Mercedes what you up to like it was well and not, and not only that on him but it was more like what just happened well and the vibe when they were sitting down like not only does he ask you on the date first and then they're sitting down i was getting the vibe from him that he was like all aboard this train when rachel oh was like gosh. i want to give you my rose i'm here for, I wanna <clears throat> well, he went on the show to get to get her then he came on this show to get her mm-hmm. and then within one date he's he's talking to those people i don't remember what even who he was but he, he was, was talking, talking to, to the, the crew and olivia and Olivia says, just so you know, Rachel has been talking about you for weeks. Like she's been waiting for you to like, be here. She's I, been thinking she about you. Kind of not giving yeah. that an extra and shot. And she's like definitely interested. And he all of a sudden goes, yeah, like, like we're really good friends, but no like, I don't know about if, if it's there for me romantically. And I was shocked and odd because from my perspective, what I was seeing was that he was all in romantically. And Rachel was a little bit like, I don't know if there's chemistry. The switch up of the of the of the season now, for sure. I don't know if that's because then maybe he got wind that then her and Tanner were gonna like make it work, and right. then maybe he felt a little bit like, well, she said no to me in her on her season, yeah. and then I take her on a date, and she's now going for Tanner, and now she's back with me, and so maybe he was feeling a little bit like, well, 
I don't know if I'm getting chosen first yeah, in this situation, right. which I get. Totally. But I, I, I was shocked. It was just out of nowhere. And then he turns around and goes to Mercedes. And Mercedes is kind of clearly like, what? What's mm-hmm. your name again? <laughs> totally. You know? And then he's like, he really off. lays it on thick. And he's mm-hmm. like, I've always liked you. You're one of the pretty people I came down for also, blah, 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 which we didn't know. Uh, he lays it on thick, really gives it, gives it the, you know, the college try. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, well, thank you. And you seem like a really nice guy, too. Mm-hmm. That's why when the rose ceremony hit, it was like, whoa. Whoa. And on top of all of this with the rose ceremony, the show has, and listen, I want happiness for Mercedes too. Like, don't get me wrong. But the show with a lead lets Mercedes go first, first, knowing that then Rachel was going to pick Jordan. So then they know that then Rachel is like, what? Is she going to pick Brayden or Taylor, well, right? Where you're like, no. Well, so here, then she's gonna yeah. walk. Well, here's the thing. Where I was a little like thrown off was clearly Rachel didn't know. She was shocked. So it wasn't like Mercedes went over and spoke to Rachel and said, "Hey, I think I'm gonna choose him. If it's an option, is that cool with you? Blah blah. blah. Let's have this comfort. How interested really are you? None of that. Because when she chose him, you saw Rachel like actually jaw hit the floor it was like a but then also mercedes what? might not have known that her and that her and jordan had had that talk totally you know what i'm I mean? not like, saying she should have i'm just yeah. saying like clearly they're know. both no one was on the same page there amongst all three of them um so you have that you have the like shock and awe of the choice mm-hmm. and then you got rachel left holding the bag of like what am i gonna do what here? am i gonna do um my opinion on that move yeah I thought that Rachel taking back her power saying, I'm not going to choose someone, whatever, whatever was strong was what she needed to take care of herself. hundred mm-hmm. percent agree with it. A thousand percent, especially what she's gone through. I feel so bad for her. I know love her. And she's just gotten the shit end of the stick on every single interaction. The only thing I would have preferred yeah, yeah, yeah. is that she would have chosen Brayden <laughs> sure, so, because we and, then, and then left the next day. Like, in my opinion, like, you can still choose him and, and and complete your thing. You can say, I want to still keep you around, not because he deserves it, not any of that, but I'm saying, like, for my enjoying purposes, yeah, yeah, no, she could have chosen viewer, him sure, 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 and sure, then sure. just left four hours later, basically doing a, hey, I'll, this is a charity rose. Yeah, but, like, think about it. After, like, but Braden, he had already, he had but already he had burned, burned her. her. So it's like, what, what am I going to do? I'm not saying he deserved yeah. it. <laughs> I just would have loved to see Braden give one more go at yeah. like Jess or something That's like that. That's very true because it would have kept him on the beach, like getting to know Jess a little. And more. It was the double whammy that that um that Jess chose Tanner, and Mercedes chose uh Jordan. Yeah, because those were the two so, that she'd so, been most so recently talking to. Even if Jordan got chosen by Mercedes, she could have maybe maybe chosen Tanner just to be like. Let's see. Right. But the fact that they put both, knowing both were going to hit in front so that she was left alone. Dude, I don't know, Rachel, maybe you got to send some holiday gifts to the franchise producers or something. Maybe you got to send some flowers, some chocolates to some of these people because whatever, they got you on a list. And the list is, let's see how much this girl can emotionally take before she breaks. I mean, I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, let's give Rachel a win. And you know what the win was? The win was Rachel. The yes. way that this woman handled that situation, my jaw was on the floor, Loved Evan. It. Like, she has dealt with all of this shit on the beach. And then the fact that she leaves 
isn't because if let me make something clear if i was rachel i'm yeah. raging at producers i'm oh like you're gosh. putting me in the last rose position knowing what's going on like i'm one of your leads i am a huge draw for viewers for your show big time and then you're gonna put me in this situation you throw me on the beach first like what is happening right yep and then the fact that she literally she's like i'm i'm gonna leave she gets in the in the car and the fact that she's talking about like, I'm so happy I did this because this is what I needed. And I really had so much fun. And even though I'm not walking away with somebody, like I had a great time. Yes. And I was like, I am so impressed, like so impressed. And I'm going to say it over and over again. I want Rachel with an A-list actor. Like yes. this is my dream for her. I see her with an A-list actor. She is everything and more. Get this woman, you know, on the the red carpet at the Academy Awards, yes. like you know, all the all the events to meet an A lister. Like this is what I want. For her. I agree entirely. Totally agree. I love the fact that she just said, "Hey, for the for once in my career in this franchise, I'm doing it on my terms." On my terms, yeah. like this is now for me. And she also was just it just sent me. I was laughing so hard. She's just such an amazing sport about it. Which, by the way, I've seen her in Insta stories over the previous weeks saying like. I had so much fun on the beach. Yeah. So she yeah. really did have she a did. great time, which I love that. I'm so happy that she at least had a fun time doing it. It was a good experience. Uh -huh. She posted after the elimination or after she left, excuse me, she posted, I'll see you in 40 years on the golden bachelorette. <laughs> I saw that too. Genius. Genius. So good. So Rachel, we love you. I, I love mean, you. an absolute queen. And I'm so glad that you decided to be like, this is on me. Yes. I'm agreed. Out. Um, but some more wild shit happened at the rose ceremony yes. that we need to talk about. Um, one more quick pause mm -hmm. and then we'll dive into that. Uh, family, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So during the holiday season, often a lot of us have a lot of gift giving going on. And I know every family is different. Some exchange presents or some gift cards or some give the gift of time spent together. That's personally my most favorite. Uh, whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. I love that. That is so cool. And I really feel like the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy or going easier on yourself during the tough moments or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, Remember to give yourself some love during this holiday season. And I've shared before that one way I take care of myself during the holiday season is personally, I up my therapy sessions because the holidays can unearth a lot, you know, and having that extra therapy session really can help me move through and navigate those rockier days better. I highly suggest therapy. We highly suggest therapy. It's been a game changer for both of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. Yeah. Therapy has been helpful in so many ways for me. I'm um, noticing it this season for sure one tool i've been learning a lot in therapy has benefited me so much is learning positive coping skills that empower me like just said if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime with no additional charge they really do make it so convenient and designed to fit your schedule which is extremely helpful during busy times of the year like we are in now in the season of giving give yourself what you need with better help visit betterhelp.com slash mom dad today to get 10 percent off your first month that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mom dad. All right. So uh, with the rest of this rose ceremony, we had uh, the situation initially where it's like, OK, the girls have the roses and one man's going home. Obviously, that changed because Rachel decided to take in her power that she was out of here. Yeah. Um, but of course, we have Eliza and, Eliza and Aaron. They're in love. I believe they're going to make it. We have Kat and John Henry, Kylie and Avon. She says that she foresees that he's going to be getting down on one knee. Yeah. 
we see in the previews, we don't know if that's going to be happening because Avon makes a comment about how like her one focus is this engagement. And it seemed like they were in an argument in that conversation. We see her crying later. So I don't know. And we've had question marks with them the whole time. Again, we don't know how much we're like not seeing versus what we're seeing. And maybe it's been going so well, but it has just seemed kind of mellow. Just kind of um, the heart, the heart monitor is just kind of like it's just kind of there. Like they're just, yeah. a, they're just kind of like a 10 year married couple. Just kind of like, how's it going? Good. How was your day? All right. Anyway, you know, that's my thing. And I don't feel like, you know, for it to be a healthy relationship by any means, I think that it can be a relationship that is mellow. It doesn't always have to be like, yeah. wow, this is like absolutely right, wild. Right. But there is a level where you're kind of like, at least for what is we're there a seeing, pulse here? it just doesn't feel like, really intense like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel sure. like this is the honeymoon phase which it should be it right should now be. um but i also think that's what it does to people who get linked really early yeah no you're right and never had ups and downs they've just probably been cool together that's true they haven't but it's had also any drama like, you're also kind of relying on everyone else's relationship to bring passion into your life so like it'll be interesting maybe once they get into the real life if they continue that it'll create like a little more passion, but it's definitely like they've been kind of like mom and dad in it on the side the whole time. Like oh, everything's fine. Yeah, maybe I just had a thought. Maybe Blake in the dynamic of their crew brought a lot of conversation. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Sometimes, like when they'd be hanging out, Blake would be kind of like they'd have their like double dates with Blake and Jess and maybe it brought on a lot of conversation. Maybe when they're alone, you know, sometimes like if you develop your whole relationship with a group. Yeah. You have no idea if you have a connection outside of that group. It's true because I like I've been with people before, like when I've dated where it's like, oh, when we're hanging with people, it's super great. And then all of a sudden when we're alone, it's like I do like the person, but it's not as comfortable it because you're be kind of like, hot, I'm hot. Right. And you're kind of like, well, we don't like it. Maybe it's a little tougher to start conversation. Exactly. Maybe there's a lot of quietness and you're but not spent like a month just with friends. Yeah. Their whole relationship. Yeah. A couple of weeks just with friends. Mm -hmm. So they have no idea if they can just sit at dinner and have a great time. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, and again, maybe not. Maybe they do yeah. spend a lot of time alone. But that's a, that's maybe a Blake theory. Maybe that's a yeah. little bit why she was like, "Please don't go." Like you're kind of the glue. He adds a dynamic, maybe that was fun and conversational with their friends. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's interesting. So we'll see. Okay, and then we have Olivia. She gives her rose yeah. to Michael. She says she's in a good place with him. I want the best for Olivia. Michael seems amazing. Um, I do agree with you. I don't know if maybe it's just too quick. But I could definitely see them leaving I dating. I think the worst thing they could do is try to get engaged. I feel like when it's so fast, it just adds so much pressure. Don't get engaged and just go date and have a great time. I am literally so about being on the sand and leaving as like a dating couple. 100%. And I think maybe that's what Avon wants too, by the way. Maybe I think Avon's that gives a you a fighting like, chance. Yeah, I feel like Avon's maybe a little bit like, I want to be with you, but like maybe let's not get married, like get engaged right now. I agree entirely. Um, But I could definitely see Olivia and Michael like, continuing but yes. i don't know like it's just so quick for an engagement well, i think about this too like in the regular show yeah they spend tons of alone time together they have a fantasy suite they go on dates they spend entire days well, alone this is what's interesting though so i've heard and it's like what blake was saying is a lot of people spend way more time together in paradise than they ever do when they're on the show but not alone time right you're like in a group all the time no, you can, but, but you're still in going off and having side oh, conversations. Okay. On the actual show, you barely spend any time with the lead. Now with Olivia and Michael, I guess if I think about it, now they haven't spent a ton of time together in comparison to like a Blake and Jess, but they probably even still will spend more time together 
in this situation okay. than if they would have been cut on the that show. Out. Lee, cut, <laughs> cut what I said out. Because I believe they will get fantasy suites in this final episode. Oh, okay. You know, they get alone time together. Got it. I don't know. I just want whatever will make them the most happy. They're both so lovely. Um, then we have Sam and Peter, which another couple. The sleeper couple of the century. The sleeper couple. They've been together for now a hot minute. Oh, like almost the whole time. Don't seem to be having any ups and downs. He did declare to her that he's just there for her. I cannot shake that there's just something that I love Sam that Peter makes me something. nervous. And I have a feeling that he is going to pull a last minute and I, I hope this doesn't happen because I just love her, but I have a feeling he's going to pull a last minute blindsiding moment uh, on her, like where they're going to like get to fantasy suite and wake up the next day and it's going to be like we broke up because yeah. he's like, I'm not going to. I also think we're very much influenced by the whole FP thing. I think we're 100%. If none of that was happened yeah. and we didn't have all those guys hating him. I'd probably him, say they were going to like, Oh, it seems great. Like, I'm not like, not like electric, but like something's there. If, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for this underlying thing that like everyone hates Peter. Yeah. Then you kind of go, wait a second, what is going on here? Because the show hasn't shown that he's, other than that one moment, it hasn't shown tons of like no. bad energy. So no, you're right. That's probably what it is, but we'll see. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> the most embarrassing <laughs> moment oh my God. that has ever happened. In memoriam to one of the saddest creatures to ever come down upon this show. He comes down, he's sweating, nervous, terrified, can barely say a word. It was just basically like Jordan's allowed to bring a plus one. That's what it was. Jordan came down and he's like, can I bring a friend? I have this guy. Well, don't know if it, we don't know if it works or not, but and they're like, sure. And then they showed up and he's like, Hey, um, can I get a?" He's like, he's like the guy you bring to like, a celebrity's like birthday party and he's like um excuse me can i get a picture and you're like dude keep it cool like <laughs> that's this guy he comes down he gets obliterated right away no one talks to him it's awkward he tries to pull people oh, it's awkward no. he get it, it was so brutal i don't know what it was when he's talking to jess and tanner walks up and just basically big brothers him oh and she yeah. goes uh can you please move i'm gonna talk to jess and he's like well i'm in the middle uh, okay that's fine and he just and leaves way, and tanner's like you don't even exist <laughs> let's chat jess. and that's the one thing that we find out about taylor in this whole thing that he has a little dog named albert perfect which i would love to meet uh, albert. albert sounds incredible but that's really the only thing that's the only thing you know about him and then he's oh and then he's in the rose ceremony and jess goes tanner and Taylor walks forward about <laughs> 10 feet. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. And he goes, oh, you said Tanner. And he has to walk back to the line and looks at whoever was on his left and goes, that was bad. I mean, and everyone went like, oh, like it was so uncomfortable. Everyone like had the nervous shits. Like everyone was like, I need to use the restroom no. right now. Like everyone was like, oh. like was if Sam was there, she would have gone to the bathroom right away. She would have finally pooped. The nervousness would have hit her and she would have finally pooped in that moment. Because that was top ten most Un oh, it was and, and not only is it like if someone else did it but it's like your only experience on this show and all your friends watching this show is that you came down it was awkward as hell you got big brothered by tanner you got, and <sighs> now you created one of the most humiliating moments by walking forward and not being chosen and then you go home after oh no oh, oh. dude I, I was like looking at people behind tanner oh, when, they, were he, and like, they were all they were all like trying not to laugh and look at each other like oh did you just fucking see that no that was so brutal, brutal. the worst so just hey man 
in memoriam to you. Yeah, pour a drink Rest out. Rest in peace. Yeah, pour, pour a the drink, drink out. out a little I mean, bit. It was tragic to see that. It was so that. tragic. That was because that so was like his only mark. Like that was so brutal. Like Sam with the poop thing looked way better. Like Sam at well, least. Well, yeah, you because know, she was like you know having she's she like, was in a relationship. She's like I thought I got a bad edit. Yeah, we, like, we we got to know Sam a little more, and we and we had a fun poop edit. This was just like we don't see him at all. At least I'm not the whoops guy. So brutal. So the brutal. The only thing that would have made it worse is if he like tripped on his way back. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way it could have been worse. Like there's only so much you could do. One of the boards from the palapa goes flying yeah, up and like hits yeah, 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 him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh god, poor guy. What it was so tragic. Um. So yes, Jess gives her rose to Tanner, and then Mercedes gives her rose to Jordan, and then of course we see yeah. the whole Rachel situation. Um. Another moment is when Brayden and Tanner, this was the, the final big moment to me, is when Brayden and Tanner were sent home. And I don't think we even saw an exit interview from, or uh, Brayden and Taylor were yeah. sent home. Excuse me, I'm going to now be calling him Tanner. Yeah. I don't think we even saw an exit interview from Taylor. No. I don't think we saw a single word. The shame was too great. They're like, just put him in the car. Get just his ass out of here. Go, 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 get go. Him, rescue him. Get him out of here. Direct to the hospital. They sent him right to the hospital. <laughs> Like it's airlifted out of there. Yeah, you got airlifted. He's like, you guys, I'm fine. You got airlifted. They're like, get him. He's like, like, what was it? He walked forward. It wasn't his name. It was brutal. They're like, we are gonna have to pull out all. Bring call doctor, whatever, because the specialist to revive him back from the the just absolute humiliation of that moment. Airlifting is wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't even get an exit interview with Taylor, but we do get one with Brayden. And Brayden said something that I loved to hear at the end. Mm. Um, you know, because I thought we all predicted that Brayden was going to be a star in paradise yes. in the sense that I'm like, he's going to cruise down. Nope. And he better be careful not to break a thousand hearts. You know, I thought he was going to be like all over dating. Like, and it's just, he was, that was just not his journey not on this. Not his journey at But all. what I love to hear was a moment of acknowledgement where he was like, I really messed up my relationship with Rachel. Mm. He's like, I should have not gone on that date with Becca. He said, if I could go back, I wouldn't have gone on that date with Becca. And I, he's like, I burned somebody who's a really wonderful girl. And he's like, I need to do better. And I need to be better. Wow. And I loved to hear that at the Dude, end. What a what a what a different Braden from his season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a, definitely an acknowledging of like, yeah, you did blow it in that situation. Like you really, you and Rachel were having a vibe. We all saw it. Everyone was pretty much rooting for it. Like even the audience was like, what? We kind of love this. And then he just ran with Becca and it was just donezo. But I love that he said that he needs to do better and be better. And he learned that from this show. Agreed. And I thought that that was a wonderful way to wrap a Brayden moment. And he will be back, everyone. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's either going to show up on a Bachelorette season or he'll be back on the sand or he'll be on. What's that like for Survivor show? Survivor? No, <laughs> no. The one we did. We have been liking. Oh, special forces. Special forces. Maybe throw him on there. He might be there. on special forces. I could see him just being a reality king. Just a reality king. I feel king. like he would be fantastic. That. I would Agreed. actually love to see him on shows like that. Yeah. Because I he's think... A, he's wildly entertaining. Yeah. I yeah. really would. And I think that he would probably thrive on a show like yeah. that. Agreed. But then we get the preview for next week. And uh, it's starting off by them having a party. And we all know what happens historically. Uh, whenever there's the final party on Bachelor in Paradise, it ends in disaster. Everyone's crying at the end of it, and I don't doubt that Wouldn't this will uh, that this will result in that. And we will see if um, 
there's any any weddings or any engagements excuse me yeah um but yeah make sure to tune in on monday yeah. as we cover the finale and uh mm-hmm. see what's going on with, with these people let's do some call let's do a couple it's homes. been a minute it's, a it's time to do some call home agreed remember you can always call Hi, mom and dad. I love you guys. I have a multifaceted question today. I am curious if you guys have ever come across this in your relationship, since I know you have gone through many phases of life together. But basically, I am curious how you come back from periods where you do not like your partner Mm. uh, really at all. Um, You still love them so much. You cherish them you really care about them and their well-being you're still in love but you just don't like them (laughs) um i guess you could relate it to having the ick um can you come back from the ick can you come back from and this is where it becomes multifaceted can you come back from resentment um so of course there's layers to that but, you know, we've resolved a lot of issues in the past, but there are just a lot of things that sort of took a toll on me and uh, at the time was happy we could move forward from um, no cheating, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But just general issues that a long-term relationship faces. And I am just starting to worry that my resentment has built up so much. Mm-hmm. It's now causing me to have the ick causing my patience to be very low, in turn causing me to really dislike them a lot of the time. How do I navigate that? How do I come back from that? Do I need to do more therapy? Do they need to do more therapy? Let me know. I would really value any feedback you guys have. Thank you. Thank you so much for this question, first of all. Okay, so I feel like there are two parts to this. One is the how do you deal with when you are in a relationship and you love the person, but you don't like them at the moment. And then the other one is the resentment piece. Right. I feel like those are two parts. Um, I feel like in my opinion, those can be two different questions. Um, Because first of all, thank you for this question. I feel like it's not talked about a lot. Yeah. The idea that like you can be in a very healthy relationship and if you're in a long-term relationship, there inevitably will be times where you love your partner but do not like them. Uh, Bottom line. I've never experienced that, but I've read <laughs> books on this. <laughs> like, I mean, that is just the truth, of the, truth yeah. of the matter. Here's the family. Here's the bottom line. Evan is my soulmate. Like, you know, I like we, you are the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. I love spending time with you more than like anybody else. Mm. But are you joking? But of course, there are times yeah. and seasons in our relationships over the past, our relationship over the past like 17 years Yeah, that we'll go through seasons where it's like, we love each other. We don't like each other. Right, right, We're right, right, bugging right. the shit out of yes. each other. Like yes, yes, those yes. seasons and those are rough because those are the moments where then you go, should I still be with this person? Yeah. Are we over each other? I mean, it's so everyone goes through this. Yeah. I think even like the most healthy relationships go through it. So I think Agreed. it's a really important conversation to have so that when you do have, have those moments in your relationship, that it doesn't then mean meltdown city in the sense of like, 
oh no, do I need to be with somebody else? Yeah. I think sometimes that's the case, yeah. but I think you can be, you will be in a very healthy relationship and still go through seasons where you do not like your partner and they're yeah. making you absolutely bananas. So just know that, right? Um, and I think I would say maybe personally a way that you can move through those seasons as healthily as possible um, because of course then you do need to evaluate too like oh is there something going on that maybe like we shouldn't be together but if you're like no this is my person like but they're bugging me and I don't like to be around them mm-hmm. I think what's important is a simultaneous combination of spending time apart while making intentional time together So I think it's important during those times when you are driving each other absolutely crazy that you spend time apart. Give yourself some air. I know if you live with this person, that's a little bit harder, but you can do it. You can spend more nights out with friends. You can get out of the house more. You can start another hobby. Bring up other passion in your life that doesn't involve your partner Mm -hmm. to bring you air. But I think if you just do that, that then can create more distance with the partner. Mm -hmm. So I think you spend intentional time away with the person, but then intentionally make sure that you have like date nights and special moments together while that's happening. Yeah. Because I think where a lot of then the, the time can get like worse and worse and you start to irritate each other is if you're just around each other with no purpose. Mm. I think that's when then the agitation comes when you're just like in the house you know, it's the weekend and you just kind of, you don't have any plans and you guys are going kind of just like sitting and he's watching this and you're watching this and you're crossing and bumping into each other and you need to get this errand done, but he didn't finish this or they didn't do this. Like that's when I think the aggravation yeah. happens. So I think it's important to have a simultaneous like separation yeah. and then intentional coming together. Got it. That's a tip that I have, Love it. but I don't have an answer yeah. for like how to walk through that the best yeah. because I think it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as the resentment goes, this is a tough one for me because I feel like this is so individual. Like you have to take the time to explore yourself. Maybe that is through therapy, um, on whether or not this is something that you can move forward with because resentment can just keep getting bigger and bigger and it's just going to make it worse. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. If you just let it linger, it probably isn't going to go away. So you got to figure out if this is something that you're willing to just push past and through your own therapy or couples therapy work on together. Um, Or if this is something that you're like, I just don't think I'm going to push past this. Yeah. And this might be something that will always linger in our relationship and I can't handle it. Um. And I think an important piece of that is not feeling like you need to rush that decision. Like, I know it's always the line is time is short. I think it'd be a different situation if you were like, this person cheated and I feel like they're wasting my time now. But like, if there's just certain resentments and you're just together, you don't need to rush a decision on like, do I need to stay with this or should I stay with this person or leave? I think you can maybe slowly walk through that and figure out if the resentment is too big by specific conversations with your partner that might be difficult about being honest about where that resentment comes from. Um, If there's ways that your partner can change, that you can change, that you guys can fix that together, if couples therapy is going to be the best thing. And I think you can slowly move through that 
so that then you don't look back and regret having made a rushed decision. You can try to move through that slowly. Mm. Those are my thoughts. If any of that. I love that. Gets pieced together. <laughs> I'm just going to discuss the, well, I think the, I'm going to combine them real quick. Just the, I don't like you and I'm resenting you. Yeah. If it's not a cheating thing or it's not something like that, if you kind of seem to be like, oh, it's nothing like that is it sounds like a growth thing. It sounds like you guys, it's a growth thing. It also sounds like not a growth as in you need to grow as in it's been growing in you like a yeah. fungus. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you watching him mm-hmm. as he disgustingly eats that food <laughs> sure. and he leaves the fucking shit on the counter like a like this gross slob that he <laughs> yeah. is and he and he and he bumbles over to the yeah. couch and plays his video you know what i mean yeah, it's like you start is just to like, just watch and yeah. go fuck it's yeah. gross you mm-hmm. know and that's clearly in my opinion it's a lack of communication mm-hmm. like you haven't told him and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't know him. I don't know the scenario, but all I do know is that we can be responsible for our, our own emotions. And when things get to like a festering resentment point, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of on us mm-hmm. that we haven't said, I'm going to take control of the situation. I'm going to call this person out. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like the person might be doing all the wrong things, yeah. but as the person who's feeling the negative emotion, we then have to go, you know what? I need to communicate to this person this is important to me. You're not meeting my needs. And if they're continue to not meet your needs, now you're in a whole different ballpark. But what can happen is the other person can have no idea the way you're feeling and they think you're totally fine with how they're acting. Question for you though. What if this, what if our dear listener, Mm -hmm. whatever the thing that caused the resentment, what if they did confront their partner and they have walked through it? Yes. But even post the walkthrough, Posts that because of then the resentment because of whatever happened, it's lingering. That feeling of resentment. Now, are you saying the person hasn't changed at all? What if it's not something where like it's a change thing? It's just like after whatever happened, it's just festering. Yeah, like it's like I can't look at you the same way. Yeah, I know that this person that our listener said it wasn't cheating, but let's just say right. it was something where like they did something that wasn't nice or and right. It showed a side of them you didn't know they were capable and of. And then they apologize and change, but then you still have that feeling where you're like, I can't really shake this. It might be one thing, maybe you have to break up. Yeah. So maybe it's just like you realize the side of them, you're like, I'm not into this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can come back from this knowing that you're capable of that. It also can be a your shit doesn't stink a little bit. I know that I can feel that way. Sometimes it's like, I'll feel like you know, what you're doing is bothering me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm kind of saying I'm better in some ways. And sure. I think that you need to realize that your shit can also stink to that person. Yeah. And that sure. they might be feeling the same way. So I think, again, it's communication. It's coming forward. It's talking about it's working on those things. But then it's also like, why do I feel so strongly about this? Maybe I maybe it's a trigger for me. Maybe it's something that I've kind of put on this thing of like, if you do this, you're the worst. Maybe I need to kind of re- if you want to stay with this person and you love them. Yeah. Fight for Fight for getting rid of the ick. Don't just wait for the ick to go away because it might not. Yeah. Fight for like, why do I feel this way? And start to like de-weaponize kind of way, the way it makes you feel. If you're like, let's say it's lazy. Let's say something, something is laziness or something and you feel like he's being lazy or something like that. It's like, maybe just go, you know what? Maybe I can just encourage him mm-hmm. to pick up after himself, to do these things that are bothering me instead of festering in it. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, you didn't really give us a ton of detail. So we're kind of reaching here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying like, so when you get into a relationship where you've been for a while, you got to fight. You really do. So you need to fight to not feel the ick. 
Yeah. You need to kind of explore you that mean, a little like, bit. Fight for in a positive way. Yeah. Not, like, fight fight for, with each other. Fight for it. <laughs> yeah. Fight. You know, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I got to shake this off. I, if you want it, go yeah. for it. Dive into why it makes you feel that yeah. way. Yeah. So, I mean, I, all I'm saying is this, like, don't sit there and wait for it to go away because it might not, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that's really bothering you. Dive head in yeah. to like, why do you feel this way? Totally. But yeah, I mean, sending you so much love as far as the the resentment piece goes, like I said, I, and like Evan was saying, like that's, we don't know the details. So that's yeah. going to have to be very self-exploratory, but make sure that you, biggest piece of advice, make sure you do explore it. And yes. like Evan said, communicate, talk about it fight for it and maybe the fighting for it shows you that it's not the relationship you want to be in but i think if you just sit in it it's just going to get worse and that's not good for you or for your partner you gotta you, you gotta move in it uh you know as much as it's tough. i got some great advice once from someone yeah whenever your person's bugging the shit out of you do something really nice for them it's oh, almost like nice. it, it like it like gets you out of your head. It oh my shows God, now them every time you do something nice for me, I'm going to be like, I've been bugging him. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It, it's like it's like you're actively fighting against yeah. the pa- the negative path you're headed down. hundred percent. So like it might even be as simple as like he needs like you being you doing something nice. Like, let's say for like just it's flowers or something. Mm-hmm. It's like and we're bugging each other and I just go get her flowers. I don't feel like I want to. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed. Nothing about this is coming from a place of like ooze or love or yeah. authenticity. Not it's just like it's just like I'm doing this. I'm forcing myself to lock back in. Boom. Then she might go, you know what? The b- biggest thing is lately I felt like you haven't done nice things for me. Boom. Now I feel love. Now I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. wow, I should have connected. Sometimes it does take a little bit of it's like almost like a like an emotional like slap to yourself. Like wake up, you know, and sometimes you got to like force your it's like forcing the smile when you're not feeling totally. happy. It's like sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. And if you're if it's minus the resentment part, if you're in a place where you're like, oh, I've just been with this person for a yeah. long time and they're just bugging me. You're their just existence, kind of annoyed. Yeah. Sometimes it's good uh, with that being said, too, is to just like pause for a moment and just like stare into your partner's eyes for a yeah. long time and like genuinely tell you tell you or tell them, excuse me, that you love them yeah. like. Mm-hmm. It stops Force time. Yourself to it get stops there, yeah. time for a second, and then you're like, "I do love this person, right. and I'm just been I'm in, struggling, I'm and they're, they're bugging me, but I love you." Like, maybe I, all this I resentment's really coming from my own shit, my own maybe life it's at work. From Who something knows where? Else. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, and that's the thing. We put that sometimes on people that we're comfortable with. Yeah, you know, I know I do that a lot. So, yeah. anywho, um, should we do one more? Yes, let's, let's do, do it. one more. Hello, mom and dad. Uh, I love your podcast so much. I am an international family member, so excuse my sexy Polish accent. <laughs> you do have a sexy um, Polish yeah, accent. Just, you know, I remember starting watching Chatty Broads because I knew Becca from, from The Bachelor and she was having a podcast with some random lady and I never <laughs> expected how much I would relate to you and how much you Aww. inspired me and yours and Evan's relationship. Oh, will give me hope for my future and Thank i love you guys a lot um so a couple months ago i went through a breakup uh, from a long distance relationship and in one of your episodes you talked about you guys breaking up in the past and how you were basically at that time killing each other and <laughs> needed this space to grow apart from mm-hmm. each other um to figure out your shit and be able to reconnect in a healthy way and so my question is because I didn't want this breakup and there was no mistake made by neither side I have no power to fix the breakup itself so all I can do is try to grow but how do I stop being delusional and to get to a space where I don't feel like coming back is to coming back together is the only way to be happy again 
or that I stopped doing everything with the hope of coming back with mm. that person, you know, from small things to like trying to figure out how to maybe one day move to his country just in case he wants me back. Mm. And obviously the country is great and I was supposed to move there when we were together and I would love to live there. But if this happens, I want to do it from th for the right reasons, not my delusional reasons. Uh, and now I just feel frustrated and sad and I don't even know if we ever talk with each other, let alone come back together. So it's hard to find find motivation to do something for myself, like truly for myself. So please help. I love you. Bye. Hmm. Okay. Love you, first of all. And I just want to say this, just to reframe, you're saying that, you know, that you're having these delusional feelings and how do I get out of that? I want to reframe that and say, you're a lover. Like that is clear. Mm -hmm. You are a lover and you have a lot to give. The fact that you're just like, you know, you're saying, well, I'm feeling delusional. Like maybe I'm going to go to this country to see that if he wants me back. Don't think of it that way. Think of it in the way that you are a lover and you are a giver. And as such, you deserve someone who is going to love you hard and give back to you hard. Okay, so just want to reframe that for yeah. you. You're a lover. You're a good partner. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, um, I'm so sorry. This that That's really, really hard. It's hard to be in a situation where you don't want the breakup and you still are, are in love with this person and it happens and it's out of your control. Um, but kind of echoing what I said before, you deserve to be loved hard and you deserve to be fought for. You deserve to have someone who gives back hard. And I think it's not going to be easy. So it's like I don't have like a solution for you. But I think it's really important that you remember that. And instead of focusing on like, oh, why am I being this way? Be like, no, I'm amazing. And so I'm going to be amazing to myself right now and love on myself right now. And when I do that, the right people will come into my life. It's really amazing when you do take care of yourself and not in a selfish way, in a way of like acknowledging like how wonderful you really are. When you put that energy into yourself, it's amazing the type of people that you will attract, like genuinely, mm. you know? And then you also then put up your boundary from those people who are going to want to take, you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's really important to focus on you and maybe cut away any day-to-day -day temptations um, to bring that person back into your mind. For example, if you've got photos of them all in your phone, maybe it's time to delete those pictures. And if you don't want to delete them, put them on a hard drive that's away from you, right? That you got to go plug back in somewhere to go find them. It's not easy access for you. So you're not just swiping through thinking about all the good times that brings up more pain. I'm such an advocate of getting off social media. If you're able to get off social media, I would take a break from it because not only then are you going to see him, you'll also see other people and social media is a facade. And so you'll see certain things that aren't even real and that I know for me was like very spiral situation for me when Evan and I broke up I just deleted all my social media and that helped me a lot if you can't delete all yours or like pause from all your social media I would at least like hide his stuff so mm. that you're not seeing this on a regular basis um and busy busy hands always busy hands is my recommendation like it's 
you've had your time of grieving and you can still grieve, but I think it's now time to like get out and do things for you. So whether that be like really intentional about setting up a schedule for yourself where you're going out with friends regularly, where you're having fun. And I'm not saying that like you can distract away the pain, but like to a certain extent, when you're distracting yourself with other good things, it helps you see what you deserve and what you what what can your life can be like and the good memories, you know, even without a partner there, right? Just for yourself. Yeah, those are kind of yeah initial thoughts. I love that. I I'm gonna make a huge assumption here because of just hearing it in the way you're talking about him. I think you think if it sounds like in your mind, how am I ever going to find someone like him again? Um, mm. uh, you also sound like you probably waited on him hand and foot that whenever he wanted to hang out, you were down, you were waiting for his text. Like it just reeks of like, yeah, moving to where he in your mind, yeah. you had put him on a massive pedestal to now you're willing to like follow him anywhere in hopes that one day he'll just wake up and choose you. Like I get it. Right. And then post breakup, it's even more of a pedestal. Oh, my God, I saw that story. He was with that other person. Now you've built him even up more. And I just I miss him. And you, you probably forgot all the bad times and only remember the good times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's become a monster in your head. I'm going to say this, like. I think the time of sitting around is done. I think you need to go out into the world and Sure, you can you can say to yourself, and I think this is really important. Say to yourself, "You're enough." Say to yourself, he, "You deserve better. You deserve more. You deserve all that stuff," and that's true. But I think we have to go out and prove it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes saying it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go out, build your life a little more mm-hmm. to where you feel that again. And I don't mean like have a successful career. Maybe that is a part of it. I don't know. But I'm more saying go out and do, mm-hmm. create, fail. I'm getting the sense you're at home thinking about this too much. I need you out. I need you going. I need you taking risks. I need you dating people. I need you like experiencing so you can find yourself in this so that if he ever does call, you go, hmm, maybe. Because mm, mm-hmm. you've built yourself. Yeah, you're not like, yes, yes, yes. You've yeah. built yourself enough to go, I decide what I need. Yeah. I don't wait around for someone else to decide what I need. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's kind of who he was for a while. And I, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like 2024, that's the year if he calls, you go, I honestly don't think so because I met this other person or I'm doing, I'm too busy doing this or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll let you know. <laughs> or I'll let you know. And that you've kind of detached yourself from yeah. this idea that you're waiting for What's him. What's your current mailing address? I'll send a response in uh, one to two business months. <laughs> because if nothing happened, that means mm-hmm. that the feeling was, is it wasn't mutual at the end there. Yeah. And you don't want to be in that place. No. Because even if he called tomorrow, who says who says it's not going to happen again in two weeks? Mm-hmm. That he goes, actually, never mind. And then you're on this cycle. So you need to get back to the place where you make the choices. I love that. So go build your, focus on building your life. Mm-hmm. Build your dream life. Whatever that looks like, focus on that. And then I guarantee you, you'll run into either him again in the right setting or a new person. Mm-hmm. And you won't be sweating him anymore because yeah. you'll be busy like building you. I love that. So. I love that. We're sending you so much love. Yeah. Remember deserve absolutely so well we love you all love you and we'll chat on monday yeah great rest of your week weekend and uh bye Bye. everybody